Hello and welcome to First, your first place for all F1 related news, content and general tomfoolery. My name is Jed and I am joined, as always, by the lovely and elegant co-host, Ellie McVicker. Hello. How are we doing this week? It's good to be back after a long week. We did it. We actually recorded the second episode. Are you proud of us? (laughs) We didn't just do one and After a lot of deliberating and Ellie had come home from work and go, no, I'm I'm too tired today. I can't <laughs> do it today. The joys of working life. Yeah. Well, we we had a race in Belgium. Yeah. Thank God. After uh, if you heard us last week, we were talking about how there was a possibility that it could have been cancelled. Yeah, this is true. But as we know, we didn't. Well, we had a little sprinkle of rain, but none that would cause a twenty twenty one. Yes, twenty twenty one um, flashback for us. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, no, we had we had a race, and uh, this weekend it was the F1 sprint format, which, if you don't know, means that uh, qualifying for the race is on Friday, so that sets the grid order for the main <laughs> race. I'm I'm explaining this really carefully because it's very stupidly complicated. I don't like it. Um, we have one free practice session, which yes. is also on the Friday. Yeah, so that's just the practice to allow them to get their setups right, and then on the Saturday. Saturday they have the sprint qualifying early in the morning then they have the actual qualify no we have the sprint race sprint race yes and then sunday you have the actual you have your race which the qualifying was set all the way back back on on friday Friday. so it's really confusing because you get a qualifying session in between a qualifying session that sets the race for the the, yeah let's start with friday yeah friday we had qualifying for the race Charles Leclerc pole. Charles Leclerc pole. Pretty. That's, there's not much more to say than that. That qualifying session was. It was okay. It it was fairly decent. Um, bit of a mix up, you know. There was. Charles Leclerc only inherited pole. Yes. Let's be honest. Max yeah. Verstappen got. Well, there pole. was the that was the time that Max Verstappen just about got put out in. Q one. Q two. No, it was Q two. Because he was P10. You're so right. He was. Yes. Yes. Um, Max was happen. Um, in qualifying, you have three qualifying sessions. I'm just saying this just in case we have my mum listening again. Uh, thanks, mum, for listening in the last episode. Uh, love you. Um, and in Q1, uh, bottom five good drivers go out. In Q2, the bottom five drivers go out. And top ten in the last qualifying session mm-hmm. have their shootout. And Max Verstappen in Q2 was just through. Yes, it was Pierre Gasly and someone else who could it have... was by like two tenths of a second, but yeah. it wasn't the rain, so it was just, it was drying up yeah. a bit, and both Gasly and... Someone yeah. else could have knocked him out, but they just did not improve enough. That was the session that in the final qualifying session, Stroll decided to take a bit of a gamble, didn't he? Oh, yes, and it didn't pay off. Yeah. But But it was actually because of the rules. Of the sprint. It, it, it was, they, yes, yeah, yeah. He wanted to go on soft, not soft, um, the yeah, no, smooth tyres, what do you call them? Slick tyres. Slick, that's the word. Slick <laughs> smooth tyres. <laughs> yeah, well, the wet sprint tyres aren't you've, very smooth, you've got, bump, you've got the bumpy tyres yeah. and then you've got the smooth tyres. Yeah, tires. well, if he wanted to go on the slicks, then he would have had, he had to go on mediums. Yeah, yeah, because according to the rules of the... Because the, they didn't declare a wet qualifying yes 
despite the fact yes. it was the one of the worst qualifying sessions in terms of rain pour yeah. in quite a while, it wasn't declared by the FIA as wet. Because of some strate- strategic so, move they were trying yeah, to do? Yes, so this was for the qualifying for the shootout, wasn't it? Not gonna lie, it's all blurred It's all blurred into head. one. It's uh, also Friday right now, which yeah. so the race, that the, the qualifying for the race was a week ago. It was a week ago. We really should record these earlier. Yes. Um, we'll get better at it. Moving on. Yes. To the sprint itself. Mm-hmm. Ellie was at work. Yes, I was. She missed a little bit. So, I was sat here. The lights go out. Oscar Piastri. In case you didn't know this, ladies and gentlemen, I love Oscar Piastri. Ellie I am an has Oscar decided Piastri that if stand. Lewis Hamilton is to retire... Yes, I will become a Piastri's number one fan. Piastri, obviously, new to the grid this year. Yes. Australian, lovely character. I think he's going to be brilliant. Yeah, he's... he's which, which, he which he did, as um, on lap one, a bit like Hungary in two two years ago, because mm-hmm. uh, it started behind the safety car, and um, we had it was a rolling start. It was a rolling start, so uh, the safety car finally peels off into the pits. Max Verstappen goes through, and Oscar Piastri goes into the pits. <laughs> What are you about to say? I don't, Pierre Gasly. I was going to say Pierre Gasly. I don't know why. No, no. Wrong one. Wrong yeah, key. Yeah. Uh, Oscar Piastri goes into pits al- along with a bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and Verstappen misses out. Verstappen misses out. And because of that, he pitted one lap earlier. He went on to the inter-tires, sorry, we should explain. Because everyone, you have to start on the wet tires during uh, a safety car start. Yeah. But it was too dry by the time they started to be on the wet tyres anymore. So the intermediates are kind of a, a middle ground. Um, so when it's raining, but not that heavily. Um, Oscar Piastri went onto those a lap earlier, drove round faster than Max Verstappen drove yeah, round. Yeah, and came out ahead and of him. came out ahead of Max after Verstappen. After Max Verstappen pitted. Yeah. And I watched this <laughs> by the highlights. <laughs> and I remember th- sitting there thinking, oh my God. Oh my god, Oscar Piastri could win this race, and it got to like halfway through the um, the highlights because obviously they take out all the boring laps. Mm. So it got to halfway through, and he was still leading. I was like, oh my goodness, Piastri's gonna win the sprint race. And I remember texting Jed, and I was like, oh my god, Oscar Piastri. <laughs> you you texted me and you're like, oh my god, Oscar Piastri, he's gonna win. <laughs> but, was, however, and I despite sorry. an amazing stint by yeah. Oscar Piastri, that RB19 was just a rocket ship as usual so we seen oscar piastri overtaken yeah which was although sad p2 is still incredible p2 is incredible followed up by none other than pierre gasly yes yes uh was it pierre gasly no it was pierre Pierre gasly who also had an impressive sprint race yeah it's a shame it was a sprint race otherwise yeah because um, Alpine really need all Some the help they points. can get right yeah. now uh, after both their team boss and um, someone else has left <laughs> chief technical director I want to say both left before the halfway so there's, there's now a season break we're now on a, a, a summer a, break summer break um, and they left before the last race mm-hmm. of the sum- before the summer break it's got to make you think what is going on there what is going on at Alpine indeed. anyway 
We should. We're getting too far ahead of ourselves. We just stick to the sprint. Yes. Okay. Anything else to say about the sprint? Yes. Okay. I do. Oh, all right. Okay. Go, go Lewis on. Hamilton's penalty. Oh. For Sergio Perez. Oh, don't. Oh what man! A controversial I, I, little, little, little couple seconds there. As you would say in the world of football, the game's gone soft. <laughs> um, it was got the ball ref. Maybe we can say the tires have went soft. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. we used to have groove tires. Um, yeah, game's gone soft. Got the ball ref. Um, Lewis Hamilton had a bit of a tussle with Sergio Perez mm-hmm. in the race. Um. He went down the inside, uh, was very much alongside Perez. Mm-hmm. They both drifted it out because they were in the wet, uh, and Lewis ended up hitting the side of Sergio Perez's side pod, damaged it, which caused Sergio Perez to, to retire, retire. Eventually, eventually. Uh, although Lewis Hamilton stayed P four, P four, but then he got a penalty. But then he got five seconds of penalty for I think causing he a collision. Ended up in P seven after the penalty. Yeah. Um, uh, it's just because it's basically their rules for the sprint race are also the rules for the actual race. Yeah. So it does. I think it doesn't really make sense having the same rules because it's what it's seventy five percent shorter. Yeah. Than an actual race. Yeah, giving a five second penalty when the grid is already so close together yeah. because the the race not, is so not much even shorter. That is, it, drivers are obviously racing a lot differently because they know that they've not got the same time that mm. they do. That's so they need to get yeah, like yeah. overtaking done quicker. There's no pit stops, so they don't have that advantage either. Yeah. So I think the rules need to be thought out differently. Yeah, I, I just don't think it was a penalty. Uh, the Sky F1 commentators, Martin Brundle, didn't, didn't think it was a penalty either and I had to agree with him. I think it was a racing incident. I think it was very harsh. Um... If, you know it's in the wet if it was in the dry totally different scenario and Hamilton had driven to the side of him and dinged his side pod sure fine I'd allow a penalty for that but to have one in the wet like that is I think it was more dumb. safe to say that it was a racing incident really yeah which, which usually means no penalty for either mm-hmm. party right right let's move on to the race yes. shall we the big race the big one the that everyone's event. waiting for Sunday it was dry Yes, uh, a disappointment to some people. But to be fair, there was once a time where it rained for 20 years in uh, Spa. And by that, you see, when he said this to me, I thought he meant 20 years consecutively, as in every single day it rained for 20 (laughs) years. Really? It rained in Belgium for for 20 years straight? But then he said, no, 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 no. What Jed means to say is it rained for 20 consecutive races in Belgium. I'm just relaying the stat that I saw. Um, yes, it once rained. So to have a dry race was actually a bit of a, a relief fresh, because we knew we would get the full race. There wouldn't be any red flags unless something catastrophic happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Drivers starting, Max Verstappen in P5 because of his mm-hmm. grid penalty yep. for taking a new... Gearbox. Gearbox, okay. Uh, I think he just got bored of starting in P1 Yeah. and decided to turn up the difficulty a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think he should really just start from like... He should just P- take a new engine like each P16 time. Like P16 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just... used to like try and get all of the... Because it'd still be more entertaining watching him bike through the field even if he was to still finish mm. P1. You know, I'd still get rather... through the pack. Yeah, 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 that'd yeah. Be great. yeah, yeah. Um, but let's go to the start. So yes, Sergio Perez was 
Uh, oh, no, no, sorry. Get ahead of myself. You're getting started yourself. Um, Leclerc was in pole. Mm-hmm. Sergio Perez was in P2. Mm-hmm. And Lewis Hamilton was in P3. Yes. Don't know who was behind the rest of them. It all blurs. Uh, it was blurry. There was a science in there. There was a piastri. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I think piastri was actually... No, you know what? Not even going to try. Uh, we shouldn't even try. Yeah. Anyway. Um, f- first corner. Science and piastri. Yeah. Right. Another controversial um, take on this race. People think that it was a 50-50 whose fault? Uh, yeah. So uh, for people that didn't see it, um, going into the, the first corner at Belgium is a very, very sharp hairpin where you basically almost turn back on yourself. Um science is on the outside piastri sees a space which is there mm-hmm. uh, as it is the opening opening you know it's just straight uh, uh the start of the race piastri's got a better launch he sees a space mm-hmm. he's gonna go into it science suddenly has no space on the outside because there's now a car there as yes, everyone turns there's around lewis the hamilton and but he also however there up. was definitely yeah he locked up so he didn't really have anywhere to go mm-hmm. but there was a car not a uh, half a car length to Lewis Hamilton, mm-hmm. so he wasn't exactly boxed in. No, he could have. Fa- he just could have. Fa- he could have funneled in behind Carlos Sainz. But what ended up happening mm-hmm. is that uh, there was a squeeze, and then one of Piastri's wheels hit the wall. Mm-hmm. The other one hit Sainz. They both ended up retiring, and that that was that. But Sainz. You're getting a bit ahead of yourself. Sorry. Science managed to go very far until Ferrari decided to eventually yeah. retire him. It's, it was a bit of a Ferrari move, that, because he was just falling down and down. Piastri pretty much retired immediately. Yes. Science was just falling and falling down the grid. Front laps. It took them... Qu- How long did it take It them took to them a long, long time to be uh, like... Roughly? I have no idea. I, so. I, don't, I couldn't like, even say, but... Between lap 20 and 40? Yeah, I yeah. think it was more than halfway like the through the race. the second half of the race. Because, yeah, and you think at that point when you see that damage and you know, you know you're not going to get any points, you would just retire the car because you can save the engine, save the gearbox, and when in F1 you get a limited amount of engines and gearbox to run during a mm. season... You don't want to waste the mileage. You don't want to waste the mileage. You want to you want to keep keep your keep mm. your gearboxes and engines fresh. But obviously, they decided that that wasn't the yeah. decision to make. I don't know. I don't know if they were thinking that maybe if there was a red flag, maybe. they'd be able to retire. They'd be able to repair the know, car or something. Who knows what ah, goes on Ferrari's oh, brain? Ferrari really. is a oh, mystery to me. But yeah, Oscar Piastri reti- retiring was very sad. Yeah, early didn't uh, after that. after such a promising. Um, sprint race, sprint yeah. race, yes. It was just heartbreaking to see him not even make it through the first lap. Yeah, well, you know who else didn't really make it through the first lap, but not in the same way, was Charles Leclerc. Yeah, I think it was by. That it was. It was uh, by. It was just by the. It was by the one, two, three, fourth corner. Fourth corner that he was, was overtaken by. Uh, Sergio Perez. Yeah. Um, it was very unfortunate to see. Yeah. Charlotte Claire fans, are you okay? Yes, that is a really good question. <laughs> because you've I, had a rough, rough season. I would not be okay. No. Um, yeah. Uh, the other thing, obviously, to talk about is that we ran a poll on Twitter. If you don't follow us <laughs> on Twitter, um, you should go and follow us. I think we're just at first underscore podcast. It's not Twitter you now. You made the Twitter. It's not even Twitter oh, now, it's X. X. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Follow us on X and be trendy and cool. Um, 
on X, Twitter, whatever yes. you want to call it, I ran a poll to say, by which app <laughs> would Max Verstappen be in the lead of the race? And it was between I, I put, first, I, lap, first, five, first lap, first, first five, five, or lap uh, ten. Lap ten. Yes. Unfortunately, everyone who uh, voted in that poll, uh, thank you all for voting in the poll, by the way, it was great for our interactions on Twitter, um, you were wrong, uh, but only just. Um, as Max Verstappen took into the lead on lap 17. Yep. Yep. His own y- teammate. Yeah, yeah. Sergio Perez was in front of him in, in the same same car uh, and Max was having none of it and decided that he'd had enough of being mm. in second and just decided to blast past him and you never saw him again. No, the coverage did not go back to him until he won the race at the end. Yeah, he he had a moment a little bit when we had a little bit of fake oh, rain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where he, he had a little bit of a, a wiggle going up uh, Eau Rouge, which is a f- pretty much flat corner in the dry. Um, and he almost lost the car, but he actually went very Managed well, saved save it. it. Uh, that was the most exciting thing that happened in, to excuse me, in his race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next up, we've got McLaren, yep. who, after such a promise in the last two races, it was really disappointing to see their race this this well, the race this week, yeah, last week. Well, we just talked we talked about Piastri, yes. and he retired. But even Lando Norris just did not have the pace. He fell down the order so fast after mm. the start. I think he managed to recover himself to a... Correct me if I am wrong. He did a, a P7. Yes, he did a really good last stint on mm-hmm. those softs because when the weird rain came out, which wasn't enough rain for it to go to intermediate tyres, people were bolting on new softs because obviously it gives you more grip because they're fresh tyres and they're warm out of the blankets and they're hot and they're sticky. So they'll still try and stick to the surface even if there's a little bit of rain on it. Whereas an old pair of tyres is not going to do such a good job. And Norris did that and made up a ton of places in the pit mm. stops because of it and finished P7. P7. Yeah, he managed a good recovery, but for McLaren, looking at the past two races, it's probably a disappointment to them. Yeah, they will be disappointed. Um, because especially if they want to catch up what they lost for the first well, majority of the season. Yeah, because uh, would you say that their goal now is Aston Martin? And I think... At the moment, they need to look at Ferrari. Mm-hmm. But then after that, I think they could set their sights towards the Aston Martins because, as it looks, they're not on the pace that they were at the start of the year. No, Aston Martin have had a, have had a rough couple of races mm-hmm. recently. They just seem to... Everyone else seems to have had upgrades. And Aston Martin... I think I heard there was a report of they put on an upgrade to the cars it's actually taken them back a step because it hasn't worked out the way they wanted it to which is a shame let's talk about hamilton then you lead us away hamilton pitted on the lap 40 the second last lap two 42 because there's 44 laps so pitted on lap 42 for medium tires Mm mm-hmm he only and had he had because he had a medium. very large he had a, well, at least a pit stop time to Fernando Alonso mm-hmm. so he had plenty of time to pit and he pitted onto the medium tires so that he could try and set the fastest lap of the race and pinch one point from Max Verstappen yeah and not only no not only he <laughs> not only oh, no, no, not only what not only did he manage to go 
fastest, but uh-huh. I have nothing to say after that. Oh, right. So, so it's just, he, he yeah. went fastest. Yes. Yeah. He went fastest, everyone. Yeah. 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 yeah he did. Uh, which is impressive, obviously, because he was on the, on the medium tire. Yeah. Um, not the fastest compound of tire. And he managed to steal a point, which um, he'll feel good about himself because it's from Max Verstappen. Yeah. And we feel good about it because it's another point from Mercedes, which is obviously every yeah. point will count in their battle in the construction. And especially his um, battle with Fernando Alonso to take third place from the championship standings. Of course, yeah, that is the most interesting uh, yeah. battle in the construction standings. Uh, As you'll find out later standings. with our Formula 1.5. Yes. We're going to move on to my favourite segment. Formula 1.5! Hell yeah! Dun, dun, dun. We need a drink. We need a drink. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, before we get into Formula 1.5, mm-hmm. my favourite segment of the show. Uh, As of last week. <laughs> Matt and Tommy, uh, Matt and Tommy <laughs> P1, we have some beef. Yes, I am starting internet beef in our second ever episode <laughs> of the podcast. So, Ellie, why don't you tell them why I've got beef with Matt and Tommy at the P1 podcast? Well, you see, I'm an avid P1 listener. Yeah, and she's I, a traitor. I, no, I would greatly recommend them. Please go and listen Don't to their podcast. Don't <laughs> And I was listening to them on the way to work. And I noticed that they did what if Red Bull were gone from the standings. And they did a whole episode on what the season would look like. <laughs> so Jeff, the day after our podcast was posted. That is not posted. the day after. Was it not? No, it was a couple of days or something. Oh yeah, so that gives them time to go, oh, we like that and of then, course because that's exactly yeah what so they definitely saw things. i've decided they definitely saw our <laughs> podcast and they definitely stole the idea because it's definitely not something formula 1.5 has definitely TikTok. not been going on no. around for like tens of years so yeah before we go get stuff matt and tommy <laughs> i still P1. love you guys don't worry yeah you know please just just retweet something, us, retweet or something. <laughs> however we also have accidentally caused a little bit of controversy. Have we now? I haven't told you this because oh. uh, I want to keep it for the podcast. <laughs> Not really, but like, kind of. Basically, mm-hmm. by technicality, okay. Formula 1.5 mm-hmm. should not include Mercedes or Ferrari either. Would you like to clarify why? So, according to the Formula 1.5 rules... Mercedes and Ferrari are a top three constructor, so mm-hmm. are not always counted in Formula 1.5. However, because this season they haven't won a race so far, uh-huh. some accounts that are doing Formula 1.5 are including them, mm-hmm. and some accounts are not. Okay. We are doing one where they are being included. Because Red Bull are the only ones because that have been taken out. Because Red Bull are the only one that have won a race. So, with all that being said, mm-hmm. would you like to know the current standings of Formula 1.5 Well, I know the current standings. Do you still know them? Well, I know the first two. Okay. (laughs) So, obviously, Charles Leclerc would have won the race Uh with Lewis Hamilton in second, Mm -hmm. Fernando Alonso in third, George Russell in fourth, and Norris in fifth. Which means that Fernando Alonso still stands on top on Mm -hmm. 228 points, with Hamilton on 207. Really? or, Or 208. There's a bit of I basically I steal this from a TikTok account. Uh, you should but, not say that. But they steal it from another. They steal it from another source. So I have no idea what the original source of this is. 
However, some people in the comments are being like, maybe he's on 208 because they don't know if they added the fastest lap or not. Mm-hmm. Um, when we when we have more time to record this podcast, next season, I am doing a Formula 1.5 myself so that <laughs> I know that everything was right. Uh, Charles Leclerc would still be in third on 151. George Russell on 142. Sainz on 143. I can't see the profile pictures in the way. <laughs> I think it's 138. Uh, and then Lando Norris. So the last point I have about the race is now that we're at the mid-season break, I wanted to introduce you to a little stat that I found. Uh-huh. A little statistic, if you will. Oh, I do love a good statistic. You do love a good statistic. Now this is a statistic of drivers with the majority percentage of their team's points. Okay. I would like you to guess who you think has the highest percentage of majority of the highest percentage of their team's points. I will give you a clue. It's two drivers tied with a hundred percent. Okay. Number one. Yes. Alex Albon. Correct answer. Number two, however, that is tricky. Ooh. I'm really not sure. I don't know who has, which teams have and haven't got points. I am going to say... Alfa Romeo. I think the driver. Um, I don't know who has points. I'm going to say Joe. Incorrect. Okay, I didn't <laughs> It's Yuki Sonoda. Oh, okay. Because Daniel Ricciardo yeah, hasn't sense. scored any points yet. Yeah. Al, uh, Alex Albon and Yuki Sonoda both have 100% uh-huh. of their team's points. Do you want to know who's next highest? Yep. Nico Hulkenberg. You know what? He was actually one of the ones Nico I was going to say. Hulkenberg has 81% of the team's points. Yeah, I was going to say it, but then Alon- I thought Magnussen had definitely scored a point. Yeah. Um, although Nico Hulkenberg has been doing incredible oh, season. Oh, yeah. Also. Um, Alonso, 76% of the team's points. Norris, 67%. Verstappen, 62 Ocon, 61 Hamilton, 60 And Bottas, 56 Damn! So every single team has already scored points this season. Really? Yeah. That's impressive. Isn't that good? Yeah. Isn't that good? Yeah. We're, we've got a bit of diversity for once. I remember the days <laughs> of when we'd have Marussia and Catron and... <laughs> Do you remember the days you say it like you're 70? <laughs> and back in my day when I was watching F1, yes, we had not, none of these not, high bloody hybrid engines. Not one of us started watching F1 when they were feckin' seven. Yeah, okay, well that was me. Well, I, actually, I, it was on when I was seven. I just didn't watch it, yeah, man. Yeah, I just didn't watch it. I, I, my first ever F1 memory is the 2008 Brazil. Really? Have I ever told you that? Probably. Yeah, that's you my see first. A lot of that's, things that's my first ever F1 memory. Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> I had no. I didn't understand what was going on. Uh, anyway, Fair moving much. on. So after uh, looking at a beautiful F1 race all weekend, let's oh. have a wee look at the off-track action. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's my like dream. I don't know why I'm doing like a dream noise. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so the first thing I wanted to talk about is I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question, Ellie. There have been rumors about a potential return to F1 for Sebastian Vettel. Mm-hmm. We know that in 2026, mm-hmm. Audi are joining the grid. Sebastian Vettel is coming back as a team boss and nothing else. 
is that you answering my questions already? I don't can, know I, can, question. I ask my, can I ask my question first? <laughs> can I ask my question first? Yeah. Thank you. Where would Sebastian Vettel go if he came back? <laughs> and in what role? I think I just answered your yeah. question already. But you didn't say where. Oh. Either. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't think he would become an... Uh, I, I generally don't think he would become a um, driver. Principal. Principal. Princi- do you think he'd become a driver? Do you think he'd come back as a driver? I could see it more than I can see a team principal. Yeah. I can maybe like 30% possible. Mm-hmm. Where? 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 <laughs> that was the question. Audi, because it's all German. Okay, fair enough. They're gonna yeah. scout. You know it's who they're gonna bring. However, the, 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 no, 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 no. Listen, listen. Okay, sorry, I'm sorry. gonna tell you who they're gonna bring in. Who they're gonna bring? They're in? gonna bring in Sebastian Vettel mm, and you Nico Rosberg. <laughs> Nico Rosberg. I would love Nico Rosberg back on the grid. Oh. Nico Rosberg, the man who beat Lewis Hamilton in equal machinery in, in 2016, 2016. Um, and has never mentioned it ever since. No, he's very, very. Did you know that? No, no, I didn't. He's very modest about it. Yeah. Speaking of Nico Speaking Rosberg. Speaking of Nico Rosberg, my favourite blonde yes, soul. Yes, I love Nico Rosberg. He's really grown on me when as his retirement. Like comes. a fungus. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nico Rosberg was... Banned. From? From McLaren's garage. Why? Because he's cursed, that's why. <laughs> he's cursed. So, for those of you that know in football, in the football world, I told oh, I explained this to Ellie. Go. There is a thing called the Drake curse. This is Drake will take Drake, very famous pop star and singer, hip hop. I don't listen to Drake. Uh, is he hip hop? Is he's hip hop, right? Is okay, he you sound like an old man now. I sound like Stop an old talking. Man. Okay, uh, Drake. Anyway, that guy. Mm-hmm. will often take photos with footballers as he is out and about in different football events and stuff like that. And it, almost every single time he takes a football, a photo with that footballer, they will lose, their team will lose the next day. Well, that's interesting. In the F1 world, we have started to have a similar thing called the Nico Rosberg curse. Yes. Nico Rosberg. If you see Nico Rosberg outside your car and your garage, you should honestly just probably shoot him on site. Yeah. He takes he, he, selfies, <laughs> uploads them to Instagram, and almost instantly the next day or the same day. Whoever driver he has posted on his social media is doomed to fail. Yeah. It's happened with Verstappen last week yeah. in Hungary yeah. when Lewis Hamilton took pole. Yeah. It happened to with Hamilton. Hamilton. On race day. On race day. Because he dropped. So McLaren literally took action to put up a sign outside their garage saying no Nico Rosberg selfies allowed. Yeah, they literally put up a sign of Nico Rosberg's face with a, uh, <laughs> you know, crossed out yes. saying no Nico Rosberg selfies allowed at the we garage. We really wanted him to take a photo with the sign. Yeah, unfortunately he wasn't there that weekend. Was he not? No, he wasn't. Oh, he, did say on, he did say it on Twitter and decide that he was going to go to the factory of McLaren and take a selfie there. <laughs> God knows what would have happened if he'd done that. To be fair, McLaren didn't have a very good weekend. Nah, maybe he did take so a selfie. So even just the thought of the Nico Rosberg curse. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Ellie. 
Yeah. The last thing I want to talk about is possibly one of the most... Im- the last thing of off-track action mm-hmm. that I want to talk about is possibly the most important thing that happened this entire weekend. Okay. Ted Kravitz. Ah, uh, yes. Absolute Beloved. love and hero. Did his usual walkabout and chat to people. Mm-hmm. And this time, he decided to chat to the man who waved the green flag to start a race. Is it the green Yes, it's a oh. green flag. So if that. you don't know, when all the cars line up on the grid, um, the medical car lines up at the back, and in front of the medical car, a person walks across with a green, waving a green flag. This is so to see if any of the drivers are stalled, getting off the line, or if anything, anyone's out of place, or there's an issue with any of the drivers getting... Um, and he waves the green flag, and I'll just say, everything's clear, we can start the race. Ted Kravitz decided this week to interview that man, and his name was Bernard. Yes, Ted was very sad to see that he would not be waving the green flag in the sprint race no. because they had a rolling start. Yeah. So he physically said out loud, "Oh, no flag waving for Bernard. Yeah. Ber- Bernard. 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 Yes. Yeah, so we met Bernard. We had a little chat with Bernard. Did we? Well, Ted Kravitz and the rest of the, you know." Uh, metaphorically we've had a chat with Bernard okay um, and yeah he was he was what what I like Bernard leave him alone you talked to Bernard did no, you no I didn't talk to Bernard I meant we as in like the, the F1 community had a chat with Bernard okay, through, through the through the beans of Ted Kravitz mm-hmm. um, and Bernard uh, wherever you are whatever you're doing my friend we love you we love you we, we hope you're you. doing very well moving on Swift. The final thing we want to do this episode, giving it is the mid-season uh-huh. break. We have three weeks, four weeks. Three. We come back on the 25th of August. Yes. Which, by the way, does not mean we will be going anywhere. We will no, still be we uploading. we will still try our damn hardest to bring out fresh and funky content next week. Yes. What are we going to do next week, Ellie? Please. Well, I don't want to jinx it. But the intention is to do a blast with the past mm-hmm. and recap a very old race and just live in the past where mm. um, there wasn't, well, I don't know which race we're going to choose, but hopefully there's not a Red Bull dominant unless we choose the um, 2012 we, era. We choose 2013 yeah, yeah, season. Then, then, I don't know. But we will be choosing a race from the past and we will be covering it in depth. Just like the content you see normally, but just from a race from the past. We'll still have all the off-track action from around the time. Um, I'm going to do some digging, do some research. It's going to be great. So join us next week for that. Don't forget. But before we go, me and Ellie have done a little bit of tier listing. Yes. If you will. Our best and worst drivers of the first half of the season. So we have our top five drivers of the first half of the season and our bottom three drivers Mm -hmm. of the first half of the season. Mine's are in no particular order, by the way. Did you not rank them one to five? No, I can't do that much. Oh, okay. I can't do that. Well, do you... Do you want to go first then? And I'll... I'll, I'll... So yours is is in order? Mine is is in order from who I thought was best. Okay. Things um, is nothing order. Okay, okay, in no particular order, Ellie. Yes. Who did you put down as your best five drivers of the so, season? So, I did, in no particular order, uh-huh. again, Yeah. just to make sure that people don't come at me, uh-huh. okay? Verstappen, mm-hmm. Hamilton, yep. Alonso, uh-huh. Piastri, uh-huh. and I'm still really stuck on my fifth. I am just going to say Norris. 
Ladies and gentlemen, oh. I have made a grave mistake. Oh no. <laughs> have you forgotten to put in? Have you forgotten to put Hamilton in? I'm going to read you my top oh, five, Ellie. Oh no, who has you forgot to put in? At number five. Is, so this is like fifth? Yes. Okay. Nico Hulkenberg. Okay. I think Nico Hulkenberg has had Fair. a fantastic start to the season. At number four. Uh huh. Alex Albon. Fair? Okay, I didn't really realise we were doing it like this, but okay. At number three, Fernando Alonso. Okay, he's forgotten to either put Hamilton or Verstappen up there, and whichever one he's chosen. At number two, Lewis Hamilton. He's forgotten Verstappen, hasn't he? What have you done? At number one, Max Verstappen. Oh! I forgot Piastri. Well, yeah. That's quite bad. It is bad. That is bad. Uh, I, 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 now that you've said that, I would take out Hulkenberg and put Piastri in at fourth and bring Albon down one place. I still think Fernando Alonso's opening stint of races um, yeah. was good enough to keep him at third, despite yeah. the lack of Aston Martin pace. Now, let's move on to your bottom three drivers. <laughs> See, I could have had a brain blank and I could have forgot all the drivers. Yeah, LA just <laughs> forgot everyone. And that. all of the performance they've had this season. Yeah. So I've just went with my gut, okay? And mm. the feeling I have around okay, them. Okay, okay, okay. Well, no, not I want, the feeling. I, I, like re- I want a little bit of a reason for each one. Okay, so we've got Perez mm-hmm. because he is in the fastest car mm-hmm. and he's failing to put it up there with Max Verstappen. Yeah, that's all, completely Which valid. is just, that is all I need to say. Yeah, yeah you really don't need to elaborate on that. Two is I don't know if I'm being too harsh for this one because I just couldn't think of anyone else to put in it. Well, I could think of someone else to put in it, but I didn't want to. Um, Sergeant Logan Sergeant. Because I think he has been decent, but there's been times where, like, was it last race that he just spun by himself? Yeah, no, he did it in Hungary. He just, yeah, he was not even. He was not under that much pressure. And like, I just he he's nowhere near the league of Albon. So I get it as rookie. It's it's I guess it's his rookie season. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, he's in my bottom three. Okay. And lastly, I have Magnussen. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Because compared to last season, I think he's just decided to take a holiday. Yeah, no, you're right. Like maybe he's actually not done that bad. Maybe it's just me, but I think that says enough. I think he's just forgettable. Mm. Like, no, no, it's completely valid. I, 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 it only surprised me because you're going to say some people, and that. then I'm going to like, be like, yeah, oh, I am. yeah, yeah, I am. But it's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I like that. I well, love them. I know you. one person exactly who you're going to say, and I don't think they did as bad as you do. Okay. But yeah, I think that Magnussen, in terms of Nico Rosberg, no, Nico Hulkenberg, that's the wrong person. Nico Hulkenberg, I think that he's just not been on that level, uh, nowhere near the level he was last year. No, I, I think I no, I one hundred percent agree with you. Actually, yeah. I, I I would have considered him. Okay. Um, if I had thought more about that, my bottom three. <laughs> I have gone for so as least worst. Uh huh. At number three is Sergio Perez. Really. Sergio Perez has been abysmal. Don't get me wrong. However. He has still won races. This, this is true. Year. Yeah, yeah. He's been terrible recently, but I think considering the whole start of the year, I couldn't put him any lower than that. Only because he won races, and he's at times he's shown 
Yeah, greatness. but I think it's because... The other two drivers I've put haven't shown any okay, greatness okay. at any time okay. during this grid. This is going to sound really harsh, um, and I don't think you're going to like this you're one. You're going to say, like, one of the Ferrari drivers, aren't no. you? No. Okay. At number two, I have... George Russell or something. Valtteri Bottas. Okay, that's fair, I guess. He's just Val- been there. I was considering putting him in my top, my bottom three. My reasoning for Valtteri Bottas is because... I, He's somehow become more unremarkable than he has than he was mm. in his last couple of seasons at Mercedes, and yeah, he just, is again. now be, and he's now being you know pretty much schooled by Guan Yu Zhou. Sure, there's a couple of, um, but he did. But been, didn't you say that he had his team's majority points? He does have his team's, team's majority points. However, Guan Yu Zhou's had just about equal. Yeah, just about equal. It's fifty six. It's very, very close. They don't have a lot of points out for Romeo, so it's very, very close. I just think he's been incredibly yeah. forgettable this season. I don't. I feel obviously the Alfa Romeo is not an incredibly quick car. However, I just i I don't think he's going to stick around in the sport if he continues like that. I think this might be the end for Bottas. I think it was just sad, really. But I think it might be the end of Bottas. Might be time. He doesn't seem like he's got a drive. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really feel like he's got very much hunger to be. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's 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 sad. <laughs> My worst driver of the year. Oh God! Of so the year. far, of the of of the season so far, is none other than Nick DeVries. Now. <laughs> I didn't include him because. Well, you he's, he's, he's going to rub in salt in the wound. Yeah, you know? yeah. I feel like I'm rubbing, I'm kicking a dead horse, given he's already gone. But Nick DeVries, for me, the reason I've put him down there is because yes, that Alpha Tauri is terrible. Yes, he didn't get enough time. Did he look like he was making any improvement from race to race? No. No. Did he look like he was actually getting worse as every race came about? No. A little bit. Because he was losing, he seemed to be losing confidence, and then just seemed to be getting actually yeah. progressively worse as time had gone on. It's a real shame. He's you know Formula E world champion. He was a great driver in the junior series, but I, he, he's done. He yeah. will never. He will probably. I might eat my words here, but I highly doubt he will ever return to F one. I don't think he will. No. Um. And on that incredibly depressing, depressing note. note, that's all we have for this episode. Yeah, thank you very much for listening, watching. That um, does conclude our hun- no, it's not hungry. Our Belgian Grand Prix yeah. recap. Yeah. Um. What should they do now, Ellie? What should everyone go and do everyone now? Everyone should go and show us some support everywhere on all of our platforms, and especially. Even if you can't be bothered doing that, if you're listening to this on Spotify or any of the podcast sites, just give us a cheeky wee share. That would just really help yeah, us. Yeah, share, five stars, give us anything. You know, whatever you can be whatever you can doing. be bothered to do. Falls on TikTok, falls on Instagram, falls on Twitter. Yeah, Jed's quite good at it as a little. Um, I make race, funny hahas during race the race. Tweets. Race well, tweets. It's not tweets, but you know. Yeah, posts. Not tweets anymore. Posts. I don't know what they're called. Um, yeah thanks very much for listening if you're still listening I hope we still have an audience in our second week Um, and tune in next week for our blast from the past yes goodbye goodbye goodbye